by Dixon finding Smith. But Thomas charging through the midfield. Thomas, it's up for grabs. Thomas! Right at the end. If you could swing a, swing a, a gold award our way, it would be absolutely lovely, Michael. Uh, we love you too, Steve. <laughs> Three, two, one. He's probably the shortest man in Arsenal history. In fact, he owns his own mushroom, fishing rod, and a hat with a bell. Good afternoon, Mr. Goody Ginley. Proper cheese up on Arsenal and uh, I've got some proper cheese up on Arsenal. 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 Arsen
And finally, a very big thank you to somebody we've got uh, a lot of uh, love for and uh, a lot of horror for. It is Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV. Good afternoon, Robbie. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, good to be here. Brilliant to have you on. Uh, guys, okay, um, what we thought we'd do on this one, uh, because uh, the Seaball Co is pretty renowned for a little bit of bad language, sadly. Um, don't know why. But what we try and uh, do with the Seaball Collective, the whole point when we actually started it, um, good afternoon, um, Arthur Winston, if you're listening, showing you're not up here, right? But. I must admit, he, he probably frightened most of the people out the door anyway. Um, the whole point is that we just have a bit of, a bit of chat about Arsenal, a bit, of, uh, a bit of banter, and above all, a bit of humour. So I'm going to kick, up, I'm going to kick up on this. Uh, I'm going to throw it out to uh, Gimli, who normally hosts. Uh, he normally writes about uh, 15 pages of full scat. However, today he's got, he's, got a, he's got a wing it because I've just been so mean. So, um, Gimli. First question for you then, mate. Why bother doing a podcast? Um, I think it's probably today's like today. I mean, when me and you started talking about this, when I said to Robbie in the interview earlier, um, I was sat in my fat belt all day, and you were sat at home, and you came to me and said, well, let's start a podcast. Do you think it could work? And I think days like today, when we've all got together, and we're all here, and we're all supporting Arsenal in the off-season, um, yeah, I, I think today is the reason why we started what we did. Natalie moves me nicely on to the man who doesn't have a ponytail anymore. Apparently he sold that for charity, didn't he, Jason? Because he's worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, about, about 2000 and... Anyway, when we like, when we stand up on that, charity and blah blah. blah. <laughs> Uh, I'm really anyway. good. Uh, I just think it's just nice that we all have an opinion. Everybody's got a fucking opinion. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm. Apart, apart from Pete's over there. Right? But everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's opinion is different. Everybody, everybody else's opinion is valid. So let's just fucking talk about it. Get right. <laughs> and that's why I fucking agree. You want me to talk? I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'm not a vendor in or a vendor out. I'm an Arsenal man. So it don't really matter who it is. I support Arsenal. I support the shirt. The manager, as long as he's managing my club, I support him. Alright, so get your fingers out and get your fingers in. And let's think about what the real problem is. And that's the ball. Alright? Whoever it is, it's the ball. Arsenal have done well under finger. Best manager I've ever seen. We love you, Arsenal! We love you, Arsenal! We love you, So, Jack, why an Arsenal podcast? Why did you want to get involved, get involved in it in the first place? Free beer! Are you now sitting there just going, free beer, and I'm scared to death? Free beer? What the fuck is that? It's the fact that I did have Arsenal, I'd be free beer. Who said fucking free beer? Fucking free beer. I've got free beer, 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 I've got free beer
Go, bloody hell. i tell you what, some of them are fucking I've been here for fucking three hours. Where's my fucking preview? Oh, shit. It must be like, I am not a number. Or a prisoner. Go on, go on, Jack. Now, um, obviously, Susie invites me to be on this podcast, and I didn't think that everyone was um, prepared for my outrageous views, because for me, at the beginning of the season, I still like my own, so captain, but for now, it is going to be fucking like pissed. I'm <laughs> worried about the views, it's your legs, I'm worried about their outrageous. At least you're going to turn up in a pair of fucking jeans, mate. <laughs> a white skinny jean, Jay. Seriously, I'm looking at the next time for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. Yes, a girl on a cigarette, two cigarettes. Go on, I'll let you give it back. Jack, try and give me an answer. And I like the fact that everyone's got a different opinion. And if they can give more than the Venger out and the eight seasons that chose these, I respect that. Okay, good good answer. Robbie. Well, we only like to ask him questions. He's very fucking short at him. He's fucking... He's fucking... Bobby, 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 one question for you, mate. What do you think of Tottenham? Shit! Shit! Robbie, you're doing quite well with Arsenal Fan TV. How much are you paying Bully on a regular basis? I can tell you we don't pay enough, he's a passionate fan. And um, it's, it's, it's good to do this, it's good to talk with other Arsenal fans, because you know what, a lot of times you turn on your radio and you, you hear fans talking, but you, you hear people talking about Arsenal that ain't fans, and they don't know nothing what they're talking about, and I, I just like to discuss Arsenal with other Arsenal fans, so it's great to do the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, you're not talking Adrian Durant there at the top, He's one of them, yeah. I love the Daily Arsenal. I do what I think's the best thing on the radio, you know what I mean? The Daily Arsenal, every day there's something about the Arsenal. Whether he's slagging us or not, but it's the Arsenal. You know what I mean? He's Peter Brown. Come on, don't be posh with me. <laughs> and over to Philadelphia. Michael, why Arsenal? Well, I think we, we sort of know your history, mate. You're uh, you're a bit of um, uh, an... Oh, he's, he's, Disappeared again. We'll get him back in a minute. Just to give you some history of uh, Michael. Michael from uh, Philadelphia. He's actually, uh, his first ever Arsenal game. It's quite a small game. Probably one of the smallest I think we've ever known. Uh, Anfield, 26 of May, 1980. Michael, Michael, get us away! Michael, get us away! Michael, get us away! Michael, 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 Number nine. In the scheme of things that we're looking at there, what's going on with Arsenal, uh, we've all got problems with uh, the boards. Uh, some of us have uh, different views on managerial bits. But, okay, big question for you then. Do you think Steve Balls has made a difference in joining Arsenal this season? Give me a 
possibly. Um, I think the first couple of games of the season when we came in and the defence was actually quite solid. Um, uh, of course, you've got the same old water in politics. Uh, a lot of people have actually said that Arsenal fans came in and actually tried to stop him from doing his job. Um, if that's true, or whether that's paper talk, I don't know. Um, for me as a fan, it looked like from what I'd heard, it was certainly right, but uh, as a fan, I look at the games and I see when they, you know, when they pan to the game and, and, and they pan to the bench side, and uh, they look like they couldn't be further away. I mean, an example, I mean, Gav. <laughs> There's too much bromance going on there. <laughs> it's only because Danny's not here today, but there you go. Yeah, and where is he as well? He's fucking useless. <laughs> Honestly. But did Stevie Ball make that much difference? Did he make Vermani a bad player and Koscielny a good player? Tell me. No, no. I think. I think Koscielny... Go on, I've got it wrong. I'm all thick here. I mean, like, I'm an old 4 4 2, man. Go on, educate me. No! The fact that. The, the, the captaincy has 100% weighed Vermaelen down, but... Wait, wait! Wait, wait! He's a big Arsenal captain! We've had the captain's down! 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 We've had the will be a better player because he hasn't got the responsibility. If you look at the Falcons... So I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I like Vermaelen. I just thought he had a crap season. That was all. He's not had a crap season. And he ain't. He should never be captain. Oh, quite agree, you shouldn't be a captain. Yeah, good enough. I'll have that end. I'll check with a captain last season. Go on, ain't we? But many people have actually said that... Sorry, I thought it was the Paul Chandler again. But many people have actually said that Sanya was in... Actually, contained. Sanyo is a sucker. He's got a go. He's no, got a better than that. No, that was proper. That was proper. No, you don't like it. You do like it. Oh, you have sex with him. Oh, it's a Paul Chandler again. Sagner. Something to do with Paul Sagner, isn't it? Sagner. And grab it, Lee. And more piss. You're going to throw me off in a minute. I'm going to go through your blocks. No roses. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Riders of the Night podcast. If you mention the fucking free me, he's having a uh, fucking free to part tonight, I'm gonna fucking bang him out. Dude, it's all you fucking say. I'm gonna go in here, I've got a free me, I've got a free me. Are you trying to say I'm a name dropper? Because not only am I, because my mate's Johnny Rotten. My mate's Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten don't exist no more because you never see the Sex Pistols play again. It's public image limited. Different bands, different music. A lot of, I prefer the Sex Pistols myself, but. Well, I don't know the bollocks. Never mind the bollocks. It's public image. Can, um, I, can any of the cast actually remember what I actually asked the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something to do with him being able to do a Twitter thing and got a job as a journalist and he don't like Stevie Ball. <laughs> oh, Stevie Ball, sorry. All right, look, I know I've sort of taken over here, but a bit of anarchy don't work. You know what I mean? Anarchy in the UK. I'm an old punk rocker, an old football hooligan, and I do a bit of music nowadays, uh, but I love the Arsenal still ever since I was a young, young man. And I still have these ideas. It's great to be in the Gunners here again, because we stop using it. Well, it's not a shirts pub, it's the Manoolican pub, but then it's safer. Um, I'll price it back then. What, uh, what was the question? <laughs> When was the last time you had a hysterectomy? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm the top of the At my age, right, you get to a certain age, I've become the arse at 50 odd years. And it's not hysterectomy, it's like 
What's that thing you get a tit job? Um, like Angela oh, Jolie? Oh, no, no, I know what it is, Michael. You're having a strap of I've, I've, I've told you my vocabulary was very little. Uh, and, yeah, and you said you were expanding it to two swearing big words. Like Acton Equip or something like that. Anyway, if you want to listen to the Arsenal history from a particular point of view, the riders of the night, but it is history. And it's like old school. It's when Arsenal didn't matter about money. You spent a bunking, they didn't give a fuck because they didn't need our money. It was the Illwoods, they was merchant bankers. They were absolutely caked. It was a hobby for them running the Arsenal. It weren't about business. It was about your mates. It was about watching the Arsenal. There was a soul. Football's lost its soul to me. And that bowl around the corner, I love it from the outside, but fuck going in. Oh, Like a cart fucking horse. 
Sam Campbell turned past them and he couldn't turn. Can I just say something? Murder sucker. I'm going to give you the mic. Murder sucker, I think, is underrated. I, I, I think, I think, I actually think. Some people, you might give me, hold on, hold on, you might give me stick here. But towards the end of the season, I thought Murder Sacker organised that defence. He, he organised that defence. Like, you got to play fucking German. Yeah. Big fucking German. Big fucking German. Big fucking German. Another question for you. Tell you what, you ain't right. Actually, I'm working with that. He did organise that defence at the end of the season. I'm well up my hands up. Sometimes I'm wrong. But you said about everyone going forward. That cunt ain't going nowhere. No, no, no. No, obviously. Once he stopped fucking passing it in the midfield, we saved the fuck. He was fucking that ball in the midfield when he kept playing his art. That's a crosser's nine goal. Murder Sacker has helped us get to Champions League football. He's showing his sister, everybody might be sorry, but I'm not. Kishoni's the better player because of Murder Sacker, because he listens to everything Murder Sacker says. He speaks German. Kishoni is the reason. He's multilingual as well, he's got some talent, that boy. Don't think I'll say as well, miss. Don't think I'll say as well about Murder Sacker. I'm sorry, you're sorry. The other thing I'll say about Murder Sacker, I know Murder Sacker's slow, but Tony Adams was slow as well. You know, you, a player's got to yeah, be play. A player's got to be no limitations. Tony Adams was great to see. Yeah, yeah, but hold on, hold on. Tony Adams could do something and not... drive and things like that. The man could be blind drunk and drive. Do you know what I mean? He had skills that went beyond the pitch. He could get on that pitch, pitch, then drive. You know what I mean? You're talking well, Tony well, Adams. Well, well, You're talking to say. a man, a donkey that could drink and drive. <laughs> and he won the derby. I'm just saying that he won the derby differently. I'm, I'm just saying that. Murtasaka does have limitations, but I saw him towards the end of that season organising that defence, putting in certain blocks and things. And I haven't seen that in past seasons. We haven't had that sort of player who does that sort of the things that we, you know, you know what? Sometimes it reminds me of like when we had Gilberto. When we had Gilberto, everybody used to say, "What's he do?" Until he was out for about ten games, and then we realised just what he did. And that sort of that's what I see with Murtasaka. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Really enjoyed the company. And thank you very much. It's been fun. But I really do have to go and rub shoulders with the celebs. Uh, how many names I'm going to drop? My own. How many pants and everything else. But thank you very much. I really enjoyed being here. And lovely to see you all. Here And that's the Right guys, we'll, uh, we'll move on to the next section then. My next section is, we've got... Fuck, he's gone. <laughs> no, but to get back to a bit... I'll tell you what, there's me wife saying that. I'll tell you what, we've got a bell. I thought, I thought my name was no good bastard for the first five years. Don't know why, I never showed up. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Ricky, this way. Make it, 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 make it,
we've got we've got a bit. Um, somebody's using uh, a certain uh, word by the end of the, um, the of the podcast. Anyway, so we we'll move on. Uh, my next question then: Kishelny, improved defender, or uh, are we looking at somebody who's going to be, as he was shouting out the press the other day, and he's going to be going somewhere else? What do you think, boys? No. I, I, see, I can't see it. I mean, you go back to um, the Euros last year. And he was wearing headphones with a gunner's cannon on. I mean, as a football player, I know you. Oh, I've got a pair of them that just make me a football player. <laughs> hey, Steve, where the fuck are they? But, you know, no, Do I, you think I, I'll bring them up here because you might nick them? <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but no, I, I know um, we, we all might criticise Arsene Banger from time to time, but I think one of the major things he did last season was actually drop Chesney. Um, and Brock Marlin and, um, and yeah, I'm putting Saka and Kishani at the centre of the fence. Um, I think they've learned off each other, I think they complement each other well, and, and I truly believe that if he actually hadn't have done that, then we wouldn't actually be celebrating fourth place at all. Yeah, very, very true. And it's so nice to actually, um, sorry, I've got some more breaking news, sorry, I've barely Oh, apparently it's still 1-1 one, one in Newcastle. We're coming for you! We're coming for you! Tottenham Hotspur! We're coming for you! We're coming for you! He fucking loves it, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, uh, thank, uh, uh, we can actually say a bigger round of applause to Vince, who's come all the way from Uzbekistan. <laughs> He's our horror. Apart from the fact he's in love with the man, but we all have our choices. Um, oh no, I'm just. So boys, we've got we've got a section now where we've got part of a team where we're doing well. We've got an opportunity this summer to become a team that's not doing well, that's actually going to succeed. Do you think, uh, as a, it's now becoming this phrase that's going on on Twitter, do you think this will be Arsenal's first beautiful summer? Right, for me, yes. Simply because if we get the signs we need, for example, we need, for me, we don't need Fabregas. We need players that will fill the void. For example, a versatile defender, a um, defensive midfielder like Fellaini, and a clinical forward. We get these three players, I can guarantee we'll get silverware. Fabregas is not a need, it's a want. People need to understand the difference between that. Fabregas is the class. Listen, uh, me personally, I just want to see Arsenal compete, challenging. It's not easy to win the trophy no more. It's not, it's not the days when it was just Manchester United and Arsenal. Uh, Wigan! Hey, Wigan! <laughs> Wigan! <laughs> City! I can count right Listen, listen you've, got, you've got Manchester City there, you, they're spending billions. You've got Chelsea spending billions. It's not easy to win a trophy. But I want us to be competing. That's what I want us to do. And, and the only way we're going to compete, we have to spend some money. It's as simple as that. We've got to... And this is the summer, and we've got to do it this year. We, we can't talk about it. We've got to do it. We need to bring in some marquee signings to add to what we've got to be able to compete. Because, you know what, I, when, when Manchester City came down this season, we weren't 
they, they were a level above us. When Bayern Munich came, they were a level above us. If we want to get to those, compete against those teams on, a, on, on that level, we need to bring in about three, four marquee signings, as those guys were saying earlier. In the early Bayern Munich ever made marquee signings? No, I, we I, need I, a new manager. Oh, well, that's, that's oh, a question. No, 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 You stick someone like Gonzalo Higuain in front of Santi Cazorla, you've got Cazorla setting up the goals, you've got fucking Higuain knocking them in. I think that's perfect. You've got someone, I mean, for me, people talk about Vieira, and I think Gilberto came in and he did a fantastic job. I mean, for me, right, it's not about not replacing Vieira, it's about not replacing Gilberto. And yeah, like I said, I think he came in in a job, and we've never had anyone the same. Over to you. Gimli. It's a great point, but who sits behind him? Higuain, yeah, fantastic striker. What do you want to do? Get Giroud in there? No, we've got we've got a Ramsey in the mould. But no, listen to me, listen to me. We've got Arteta being that teacher. We've got Arteta being that teacher to Ramsey. Because if you look at Ramsey's season, yes, he's been poor at the beginning of the season, but Wenger's been playing in that season. Uh, out of no, position, no, I'm not, I'm not questioning that. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey will be that successor to no, a The question was, Higuain will be a fantastic striker, which I don't doubt at all. He will be a fantastic striker. However, we're sitting behind him. What on earth? Giroud, Jesus Christ. He, he fluffed his way to have any goals got last season. He's a fucking donkey. But I, I mean, you think... Um, I've got one. Just to make another point. If you had Higuain on on the actual chances that Giroud had this season, how many would he have got? How many extra goals would that have been throughout the season? If we had a bad going person, we'd have won the league. Simple. But he won the first game. I'll leave you with that. Let's get it straight, right? Last season, we entered the fucking league without the best fucking forward we've had for about five years. Right. And we didn't replace it. We had Giroud in there, who's Giroud. Let's, let's get this right. Giroud is a good playing field, but he ain't a fucking main striker. And he ain't getting thirty goals a season. He didn't get us thirty goals a season last year. He won't get us thirty goals a season next year. He won't get us thirty goals a year for fucking the next ten years. How do you how do you know that? How can you say that? Because he's a fucking donkey man. Hold on, hold on, can I just say something? Listen, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that Giroud's the answer, yeah, because I, I actually... Giroud is a good plan, B. Giroud is a fellow you want on the bench who's going to score you 10 to 15 goals a year. Giroud is a player say, you want on the fucking front of the pitch. Robbie, go ahead. He has his chance, he's like, let's get straight, right? Giroud ain't a 21-year-old boy. Like, Giroud is a fucking fella who's actually... He served his time. Do you know what I mean? He's, uh, 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 he's a professional player, right? And let's get it straight, he's not ever going to score as 30 goals a season. He had the chance to see him score as 30 goals a season. Uh, 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 he had the chance this year and he didn't do it. I just think Giroud. Giroud, let's get it straight, Giroud is a very, very good plan, B. Giroud is the fella where if it ain't going right, let's lump it up to the big fella. Right, right, but Giroud is like a balance who scores 30 goals a season and starts the season. I'm, I just don't it. believe He's proved it. My, my, my opinion on Giroud is I, I agree. I, I would like to see Higuain come in. Yeah. I think you need a world class striker as well. But 
you cannot just judge Giroud off of his. It's his first season. When, 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 when Robin, listen, I, I used to, I used to be, I used to be in the Emirates, right? And I used to hear people saying to me, "Why have we got Robin van Persie? Get rid of him. He's always injured. He's useless. Get rid of Robin van Persie." You cannot judge a player on his first season. A lot of players, a lot of people saying, a lot of people saying, bring in Ben Teke. It's his first season. Last season, everybody was saying, let's get Papi Cisse. What's he done this season? Let's get Jelovic. What's he done this season? You cannot judge a player off of one season. You've got to, and I, I, as I said, I do agree that we do. I, I, I do agree that we need someone like Higuain, but don't say Giroud's rubbish. Because I think for a first season he did alright. I thought he'd done well. I'm going to interrupt here, boys, because I've got some. Um, calm down. I've got somebody with me who um, I respect as an Arsenal fan, and uh, is an absolute top bloke, and is also one of the best mates of uh, Arsenal. Oh, Winston. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have an opinion on us, I think, sir. Would you like to um, give us your opinion, please? Thanks, Steve. Um, first of all, apologies for my mate Beans' behaviour earlier. <laughs> I take no responsibility for that. But he is a very funny man, it has to be said. Um, I think there's a lot of red earrings, really, and I think we kind of you know, drive ourselves into ever-decreasing circles as Arsenal supporters. One, we seem to think that we're not successful, and we're actually the third most successful team in the country historically, so I think we need to get our head out of that loop of thinking that, you know, oh, well, it's me, you know, count up the titles, count up the cups, we're doing okay, the reality is, we're on, we're, we're in a, a period of time in our history where we're not delivering what we should be delivering, and everyone's got an opinion about what that may or may not be attributable to. Um, I've got mine and everyone around the room will have theirs. Um, no one knows the truth because unfortunately what we've got is a board who are not giving us the information that we need. Yeah. Yeah. But I also would ask the question of our manager as to where is your integrity if there's money available and you're not allowed to spend it or are you choosing not to spend it? Let us know the truth. Yeah? You may have a grand project, but at least be honest with us. Don't sell us the new stadium and tell us that glory is around the corner and then not deliver it for eight years. While you're being paid seven and a half million pounds every year. There's a question there, okay? And I'm not making a judgment, but it's a question for everybody. Now, there's other red herrings. 30 goals a season. You don't need a 30 goal a season man to win the league. It very rarely is the case. The last Englishman to score 30 goals a season was Kevin Phillips. Yes. Yeah? Right? Okay. So that's a red herring. What you need is a team. What you need is a team. What Arson what Arson inherited was the basis of the greatest team that English football has ever seen. The basis of a team that became the Invincibles. That is what he inherited. And the individuals in that team were based on the principles that George Graham learned 
as a member of our 1971 double winning team. And Don Howe was the man responsible for being probably putting together the template for the best defensive framework that English football's ever seen. George Graham took that on and he coached unknown, unknown characters. Lee Dixon, Nigel Winterburn, Tony Adams, Steve Bowl. They were unknown. He created the template for Arsenal to move that on to add his unbelievable magic. He was lucky. He also inherited Dennis Burkamp with Bruce Rioxide. He inherited that. What I've got a concern about now is that in the grand vision of the club, he's lost sight of the fact that we are still one of the top four or five clubs in the world. He's lost sight of that. Our board has lost sight of it. And they're telling us lies. I think, I think we've got amazing potential. We're not, we're absolutely not realising it. I don't know whose fault it is, but I think there is fault all the way through the process. And as supporters, we've got to take our responsibility as well. So stop, stop talking bollocks. We are a successful club. We're a major club. We've got to start behaving like a major club. And that goes across the board. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. I agree with that. I like but, you know what, sorry, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that, Andrew, but what, what you said there is so right. But I think the board have got to start spending some more money. It's as simple as that. If you look at all the successful clubs, at the moment, they're spending a lot of money. It's a, you've got to bring in those top-class players. We've, we, we've, got, we've got good players, but you've got ads. And I, I just think that we're Arsenal missed the trick is that when they moved into the stadium and they were preparing, they, they only thought that Manchester United was the only opposition. They didn't plan for Chelsea, they didn't plan for Manchester City, they didn't know, they didn't know that, you know, they got caught out and they didn't respond to it. And I'm hoping that this season they're going to respond to it. And you have to, I'm not saying they go out and spend the same sort of money that what, that what those teams do, but they must bring in quality players. And, right. and, and, and you've got to, to get those quality players, you're going to have to pay them the money or they won't come. Simple. Yeah, well, I said that the problem is, is really that Club hasn't actually spent any fucking money for about five or six years. The problem is that the Club has actually been going on and they've like, been selling our best player every summer and haven't actually replaced them. And that's why we are where we are now. We're there now, obviously, for obviously you tell you we don't need to do that we're no longer financially restricted yeah and now we're not financially yeah but I know I know season tickets through renewal and everything it's not that I believe the club will spend and for me if I was going to be here for five again I need to break that wage structure because if they break that yeah then we will attack them players it's all bollocks. Well, no, because it's all complete bollocks. It's like the money that's been there this year as there was last year the year before. The debt has not disappeared. We've got the same debt now as we had three years ago. But the only difference is, is the fact that this year, 
where you're not going to sell our best flag like we have done for the last five years. Tracy, let, let Jack's, um, Jack's got a bit in. Let him have a quick bit. Go on. It's not the fact that, yes, we um, we sold our best flags, yes. Uh, I'm not going to that. I'm, sold that person? Yeah, I'm... I'm sold that person? Uh, uh, we sold our best players, yes. But the players that are coming in, we should look at them as replacing. We should look at them as players that are going to build into our own market. Who have we bought in the last five years? No, we might not bought players, but for example... We got rid of Alex Song. We got rid of Alex Song, yes or no? We got rid of Alex Song, yes. But Aaron Ramsey's in that place and he's doing 110% to prove everyone that he can do it. Yeah? I've got to say... He's proving... I'm not going to say with Ramsey. Ramsey's a good player when he's playing in the right position. And Jack Wilshere is doing 110% to prove that he can do a better job than Cesc Fabregas. Are they better than... They might not be better, but they are trying to do everything in their willpower to prove it. Not to prove Listen, I, I, I'll just say, listen, I, I'll just say, and I interview loads of fans every week, and they have their opinions on Arsene Wenger. My personal opinion on Arsene Wenger, if we didn't have Wenger, we'd be like Liverpool. That's right, yeah. That's my opinion. We, we wouldn't even be in the Champions League, because, it, listen, if my, if my employer turns around to me, and remember, Arsene Wenger is the manager of the club. The manager, he don't own the club. If the owner of the club turns around, hold on. If the owner of the club, the person who has the money, turns around and says, "If I go to, I'm in charge. I'm the manager. I go to the owner of the club and I say, listen, I need a hundred million pounds.' And he turns around to me and says, "I've only got thirty million. What am I going to do? That's what I've got to spend. I've got to work with what I've got." Okay, I'm going to give you another opinion again. I'll just pick up on that point. Every single year at the AGM, the club reiterate that Finger has got money to spend. If that isn't true, if he's got any integrity, he should come out and tell us. He's never done so. So therefore, I think we have to take it that he has got money to spend. But can, I, can I just say also on that point that if you're a manager, right? You want he's to, not a manager. You want to keep your job. He's more than a manager, as we oh. know. He's down as a manager as far as... We have a lazy board who lets him control the club. Alright. But at the moment, as well, we, we, we're not in the board, so we know that he's the manager. Well, right? look, so, let's, let's all, I'm saying, all I'm let's saying is this, is that if, you're, the, if the people who own the thing say that this is... They, they may turn around to the masses and say that there's loads of money to spend. It's not the masses. This is an AGM. loads of money? This is an AGM. They can't lie at an AGM. Even Fergie has not come out against the board of Manchester United. Where because he, he gets everything he asks for. He doesn't get he everything he asks for. for things. He wanted to Wenger never has. Wenger has never put the board in their place. He Wenger has never done it. You probably... Listen, I'm not saying you're completely wrong, but what I'm saying... I know, I'm not completely wrong, I'm completely with, right. With, I'm, saying, I'm saying to you this, that even Fergie does not get everything he wanted. He wanted to buy a midfielder for the past couple of seasons, they didn't give it to him. Arsene Wenger interviewed... Well, what's the evidence of that? Fact. It's been obvious. He's, he's had to keep skulls in, he's had to keep gigs in. He wanted to buy a top-class midfielder. Well, Everybody knows... Are we talking about Manchester United now? I'm, I'm just saying that, Manchester I'm drawing that far away. Who gives a fuck about Manchester United? Right, so, anyway, my initial point, which was about the wage structure. The wage structure. This is an interesting one. Right? Our famous wage structure. You know, at the end of last season, we had, I think, 21 or 22 players out on loan. 
players that we were paying to play for another club. Yeah? These are people on 15, 20, 25, 50,000 pounds a week. Right? We also had within the club players who we hadn't seen for months. Who remembers Sebastian Scalacci? 60 grand a week. Who remembers Andre Arshavin? 90 grand a week. I, I estimate that our wage bill is inflated by 30 million pounds a year by players who don't ever play for us. How is that right? Somebody answer that question, please. I just want to say, these players, yes, they've been taken into consideration. Let's be honest, mate, he knows his fucking onions. Yeah. You know, but like I said, as of um, a couple of weeks ago, or even last week, Wenger and the Arsenal football club confirmed these players are leaving the club. Therefore, it frees up 200,000 ish a week on wages. Let's buy a person that can fulfill that 200,000 and leave this to a title. Well, no, 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 I think, and, and you know what? The gentleman is spot on. There are too many players out on loan. Money has been wasted. But I just, I just believe that our money is wasted by a manager. Sorry? The money has been wasted by a manager who may or may not get a new contract. I just believe that if there would have been another manager in place, it could be like Liverpool. Okay. That's my opinion. Gentlemen, what have we got the fuck to do with Liverpool? Because they don't get into the Champions League. Right, what the fuck have we got to do with them fucking scouts, Gen gentlemen, we've come to an hour of broadcasting now, and I want to try, try and leave us on a, on a, a high note rather than a, a dagger. Oh, can I leave you on a high note? Right, is that going to be the um, the uh, the call from Champagne Ball? No. <laughs> no, 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 we would like to thank you all for actually turning up today and yeah. we'd also like, uh, we'd like to thank um, all the listeners who've been out there who've uh, put us where we are. We're very, uh, very fortunate and uh, we're very honoured to be where we are. We may not deserve it at times with some of our language, but let's face it, we've all got, everybody here has got a passion. We've all got a passion for different aspects of the club. We may never agree. If we don't agree, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we debate it, we chat about it, but we don't threaten each other with physical violence, and that's the main one. That's the whole point about football. Have a decent debate, have a great debate, have a bit of humour, get passionate about it. That's the whole point of what makes football interesting, isn't it? But really, Arsenal! But at the end of the day, as that gentleman has just said, we are the Arsenal. Exactly. In the meantime, I would like to thank my guest today, GC. Uh, I love the way you actually have a massive amount of conversation when you first came on. <laughs> Takuna Gimli. What uh, a wonderful fish, Arsenal. To To Jack Star, uh, thank you very much for your first appearance. I hope it wasn't too much of a crucifixion for you. And finally, to Robbie, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on uh, as well. And Jesus, you're an absolutely huge man, aren't you? You're probably in a central defensive. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Seaball Collective. 
Thank you very much for the support. Um, I did fucking speak nowhere near as much as I should have done. No, that's not Your shit! And on you! Your shit! And on you! In the meantime. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to us. I hope you listen to us live. It's been put up on our recording. A big thank you to Una and Andy at the Gunners Pub. Thank you very much. In the meantime, don't do anything else, make sure that you keep it arsehole. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.